Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of a Trophy Life podcast. I'm your host, Bob Rathbun, greeting you from Atlanta. And we start with our Jersey Mike's news and notes. Earlier in the week, the Atlantic Coast Conference, Big Ten, and Pac-12 agreed to work together to create what they called stability during volatile times. This comes just less than a month after the SEC made an expansion power play by inviting Texas and Oklahoma to the league. Three of the SEC's Power Five peers then countered with an alliance of 41 schools that spans from Boston to Seattle. The commissioners of those three leagues, the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12 on Tuesday, pledged broad collaboration on myriad issues and committed to league members playing more football and basketball games against each other. Now, there's one league, of course, that's been left out of this mix, and that's the Big 12. Its future is murky at best. Only eight schools remain once they divorce Texas and Oklahoma, and that realignment could mean there are maybe four major conferences left. But we do know the Big 12 will not be a part of this new alliance. This, of course, comes just months before the NCAA Board of Governors has called a special constitutional convention in November. That is viewed as the first step toward what could be sweeping reform and a decentralized governance model. The scheduling piece could get interesting, however. This could lead to numerous non-conference football games each season and multiple team events in basketball involving the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12. One part of it, on the basketball side, what becomes of the mid-majors? Will they even be able to schedule a game? against a team from a Power Five conference or a team from this new alliance. Home and homes for mid-majors, out of the question, have been for years. So if they wanted to schedule a game against a Power Five, almost always it was on the road. What will become of the mid-majors, and how will that affect the NCAA tournament? David Stern, who was the key figure in the formation and operation of the WNBA in 1997, was posthumously inducted into the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame last Saturday night in Knoxville. David was joined in the induction class by former players Tamika Catchings, Swin Cash, Lauren Jackson, and Debbie Brock, along with contributors Carol Callen, Sue Donahoe, and Carol Stipp. Congratulations to all. When we come back, we're going to review a great event in the history of the Atlanta Tip-Off Club, one that was delayed but not denied. We will explain when we come back after this from Jersey Mike's. If Jersey Mike's turkey had a resume, it would say it's 99% fat-free and raised without antibiotics. But our turkey already has its dream job at Jersey Mike's because premium meat makes a sub above. Welcome back. As many of you know, the Atlanta Tip-Off Club is the administrator of the Naismith Trophy. And a couple of years back, we announced a partnership with Dick's Sporting Goods Foundation and Invesco QQQ to invest in the local Atlanta basketball community through the renovation of the Villages at Carver Family YMCA Gymnasium in Atlanta. The Villages at Carver selected for the immense amount of community service that they provide to the surrounding neighborhood. Well, as you can imagine, this thing got delayed big time because of the pandemic. It was supposed to be held on Saturday, April the 4th during the NCAA Men's Division I Final Four here in Atlanta. That, of course, was wiped out due to the pandemic. Delay, delay. But finally, 
We had our big moment. It was this past Tuesday here in Atlanta, and we want you to hear from some of the principals involved in what was a glorious afternoon here for the Atlanta Tip-Off Club, the Naismith Awards, and, of course, the Carver Family YMCA. So let's take you back and let you hear from some of the principals involved. We begin with Lauren Coons, who's the CEO and president of the Metro Atlanta YMCA's. Yeah, really the history of basketball begins at a YMCA. Uh, 1891, Dr. James Naismith invented basketball at the YMCA in Springfield, Massachusetts. And just two years later, the kind of power of the YMCA globally, it was introduced around the world and it really led to a movement for basketball um, that has continued to grow and become popular. And so it's one of those things that for the kids in our community, it's a sport that they're drawn to, they wanna be a part of it. And so there's a really special connection for basketball at any YMCA in the country, but especially here in this community, a real connection and a real draw. Next, let's hear from Kelly Schoenberg, the Global Head of Corporate Social Responsibility for Invesco. I think youth is incredibly important. So one of the things that we really focus on at Invesco and Invesco QQQ is financial literacy. So with our NCAA sponsorship, we have a strong financial literacy program that we put out to college kids. But at Invesco, we also have one we put out to all kinds of youth. And we really feel like this is the ticket to success moving forward. So, you know, being part of this and being part of these children's lives, I know that we've donated books here on financial literacy, the Bernstein Bear books, The Trouble with Money, um, which is a really fun book that we give out during Money Week. Um, but I think the youth is, you know, our future, and that's where we're going. So places like this that really foster these kids is incredibly important to us. And our good friend Michael Lee, the Community Marketing Manager at Dick's Sporting Goods. You know, Dick's Sporting Goods, Dick's Sporting Goods Foundation, truly believes sports matter to people and bring them all together. So back in 2014, we started the Sports Matter Foundation program with us. Um, that enables us to give back to underserved communities and underfunded resources for the youth sports program. And we chose this as one of our big investments here in Atlanta. So luckily, I'm happy to see it come to fruition finally. I know it's a year too late, but we're really happy to be here. We just want to say thank you so much to Eric and the people on the board. Have us out and we're happy to be here at the YMCA. Village of Carvers. Thanks, y'all. Thank you all. And of course, once the adults were done, then the people that it was made for took the court and lots of smiles on the kids. The Hawks uh, had a basketball clinic for them. It was a great afternoon and a wonderful facility. And we're so happy to be a part of it. That's going to do it for our podcast this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure to leave a rating and a review that helps us get the word out to college basketball fans everywhere about the great guests and lineups that we have each and every week right here. So until then, for all of us, at the Naismith Awards, Bob Rathman from Atlanta saying so long.